Hello and welcome to For the Love of Nature, a podcast where we tell you everything you need to know about nature and probably more than you wanted to know. Today we are going to continue our mini-series with the third episode as we join Allison Black and other scientists aboard one of Noah's fleet. Just another reminder, just like our other mini-sodes, Allison and her guests, they are recording this while they are on the ship, so the audio could be a little choppy and a little weird at times so we did the best we could in editing it but just bear with us and i hope you guys enjoy okay i have mary here mary can you introduce yourself hi i'm mary applegate and what do you do on the ship mary i am a marine mammal observer but i also am our data manager um so i am responsible for all the quality assurance quality control um data checking on board as well as our master data recording uh, between our two platforms of observers. When you say two platforms of observers, what do you mean by that? Um, So on this survey in particular, we have two teams of observers, one on the flying bridge, which is a deck above the bridge on top of it. And the bridge is where all the, where the ship is driven from. Yes, where the ship is driven from. And then a set of observers on the bridge deck as well. So they're separated by about eight meters. And roughly 40 to 50 meters above the water. Feet. Feet, yeah. Feet. (laughs) Okay, so what does a day on the ship typically look like for you? So it typically starts if I am in my Uber position, which is what we call our master data recorder. We get there 10 or 15 minutes before the observers are ready to set their watches. So our day starts about 10 to 15 minutes Before the first rotation of observers start their watch, meaning when they are actively on effort, we set up the computer. Usually one of us goes and helps the acoustic person, if there is one, to deploy their acoustic array. And then we get our computer ready, get all the appropriate people in the right spots in their rotation, get the weather condition, and get all of our details of how the day looks, what transect we're on, communicate with the bridge about getting survey started. And then the rest of the day is recording sightings as we go on. So once a rotation of observers start, they are actively watching for the rest of the day and we are responsible for recording everything that they see. So if it's mammals, there's a much bigger protocol, but otherwise sharks, vessels, fishing gear, anything of note basically in the ocean goes into our computer program. Great. Could you explain the acoustics part real quick when you say you're putting acoustic measurements in the water? I can do my best, but not my specialty. Basically, depending on the acoustic project portion, they are deploying either an active listening array where somebody's monitoring it, or in this case, we're deploying a single recorder, which will record all ship noise, ocean noise, mammals, etc., for the entire day and it gets towed behind the ship at depth, which I'm not certain what the depth is on the new recorder, but it gets towed at depth and records basically throughout the day. And then that will be analyzed after the project is done to see what they heard. If we saw dolphins or whales, or if they heard something we didn't see, then they basically do a side-by-side comparison with the visual data. Okay, great. So it's listening. It can pick up the sounds of the dolphins and whales. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Could you tell me how long you've been doing this work? I started in 2011. I started with an internship and shortly after it was, there was a lot of work at that time because it was deep water recovery still. So I was on the ship for the first time in 2011, 
on a survey like we're on now, just as a volunteer, basically. And then after that, I started aerial survey. So the other component of these projects we're doing is the same sort of idea, but from an aerial platform. So they will fly the inshore portion of where we're working and do aerial surveys for marine mammals and turtles. And so I did that for about five years straight and then switched back over to ship work in 2016. Awesome. So you've been in the biz a while. It's been a minute now. So what's your favorite part of this kind of work? I think my favorite part in general is we get to see a portion of things that you know some people will maybe see on a documentary or in a book, but for us, it's our day-to-day life, so to speak. So we are getting to see these animals that are rarely seen in the wild or often seen, but in a very different way, especially from an aerial platform, just your, the viewing you get. You're seeing a lot more of that footage with drones now, but before we had drones and stuff, the only way to see those animals from an aerial perspective was at on a survey or something. So just getting those unique experiences and every sighting is so different. Animals act different all the time. And it's just can be like one little thing that doesn't seem like much to anyone can really just be spectacular. Yeah, that's a really, that's a really good point. What about your least favorite part about this kind of work? Least favorite. It can get monotonous, I guess, is the hard part. You can go through days of low density area and not see a thing. And I think if I'm on visual rotations, that's just draining. You're staring with a very astute focus for things because you think you're just looking, but you have to be really, really paying attention to pick up things because we're looking up to eight miles out with our binoculars. So picking up little nuances in the water, you have to be really mentally focused and that can get pretty draining. And if you're not seeing anything, the reward part of that is very low. Other than that, I think it can be hard depending on how active you are in your family life. Being away for huge portions of time can take away time. And and as time goes on, you have more family and I have nieces and nephews now. And missing little things that you might get to be a part of if you had a quote unquote normal job can be a little tricky, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give it up. I understand. What has been a highlight of this trip so far for you? Highlights in my data portion, because I've been pretty much in the lab the whole time. I've been low. (laughs) It's been the same routine, but we've had some really good sightings where I've been able to get outside for them and go see them or try to at least. We're on a passing load survey, so we don't get to turn on animals, but we've had a few circumstances where we have. So we had some false killer whales the other day. That was a big highlight for me. We did have a dead sperm whale, which I find really interesting. I started in necropsies, so that portion of things is always interesting to see and needs to be reported. So the mystery behind that is always interesting. And it had hypopigmentation, which was really interesting. Hypopigmentation, yeah. We thought it was sun bleached, but it had some very interesting pigmentation. So that when I dug into the photos on that, I just go down a rabbit hole of interesting facts. So, yeah, I think those parts have been great in a different kind of way. And then this survey has had its challenges. So the fact that we've been able to do as much as we have, I think, has been a really good thing. Yeah. And getting to meet me, of course. Duh. Obviously, major highlight of your life, honestly. I'm forever changed. <laughs> what do you think people would be most surprised to find out about what life on a ship is really like? I think for me, the thing that's the most surprising is our meal times are shockingly early. We eat lunch at 11 o'clock, which that's normal. But dinner's at 4. 
4 p.m. So that's adjusting to that schedule and then back from that schedule is very interesting (laughs) when you go back to your normal life, so to speak. I'm always a late eater too, so I have a very hard time adjusting to the 4 p.m. dinner and figuring out, do I eat again now? What, What happens? And we just finished lunch and we, we just basically have lunch. three hours until we have dinner again. Put the child bag back on. So that, <laughs> that part is interesting. And then I think just the nuances of how people live, I always find interesting. Everyone has their own little techniques. Especially even on a ship, like yeah. the way I do things on yeah. at, at sea are even different than when I do it on land. It's like you have two different lives that you live, kind of. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Walking down the hallway in really poor conditions is always very funny. Yeah. I wish I had more videos of that. Tipping back and forth. Yeah. yeah ship life, you know. Well, thanks so much, Mary. Thanks for chatting with me. I appreciate it.